0: What, this place not good enough for them? She said that they don't want to add another person to the group. Surely one more person isn't going to change a dynamic that much. She said that the other mothers don't want a murderer in the group. Meet the Kennedys
1: at Lassiter's Pull at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's Nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate
2: and
0: Baya. Let's
1: get the neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast and we overanalyze episodes of the Australian classic soap opera Neighbours that we've just watched on Australian screens. We are currently out of sync with the UK because of pandemic reasons that don't make sense to anybody, but anyway, we are watching on Australian time. So, bookmark this episode if you're catching up. See you soon. I'm Vaya. I um, am in Melbourne's PirateNet Studios, which is currently a COVID hotspot. It's great. So I have had to dial up Grace and Global to connect with the other neighbours gals. We have CJ. Hello. Hi, everyone. You're not in a hotspot, but we're like a suburb apart. Yeah. You
2: know, like if the hotspot was a special lady part, I'm the part that's someone who's not quite hitting it. <laughs> That's the most incredible
1: analogy I've ever heard. I'm in the fold, you could say. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I bet um, that you know who that someone is, Sean Watkins. Oh, God, he would hit the fold just over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, keep going, mate. Keep <laughs> going. We're in the backyard and there's no time. But okay, whatever you got to do. I have, guess who I have joining us? I have baby Dr. Carl, my six-week-old. Isn't that good
2: because Dr. Carl's on a Grown Nomads tour? Yeah. So stepping
1: right in, baby Dr. Carl. And much like actual Carl, he's just not actually doing anything to help us. He's just here. Well, I mean, he's not crying, so full points. He's just feeding from me, taking my food. Like Carl loves a free feed. You're a hash brown. Yeah. A human hash brown. Now, CJ, Kate's going to connect in a moment. We're just trying to hot mess style, isopod, get it all done. So we just thought we'd kick off with Neighbours Council Business.
2: The business again.
1: I had some exciting,
2: fun stuff to tell the listeners. So I mentioned a few years ago on the podcast that I have seen a doctor who played a doctor on Neighbours. Um, I happened to see that doctor again today. That's very method of Neighbours. It is. I mean, she was an actor, but she, um, she thought it was hilarious that I brought that up with her. She, she was just like, what? Oh, okay. No one's brought up my stint on Neighbours for a while. And, yeah. So, anyway, I told her about the podcast. She said she'd be listening. So, hello, new listener. And nothing is
1: forgotten around these parts. Nothing. Nothing. Well, that's lovely. I can't wait until we finally meet the um, psychopath biology teacher, who played a psychopath biology teacher. I mean, it seems like it's possible. Shout out to new members of the Neighbours Council, our Facebook group. Uh, Kyle. Coyle. Welcome. No, you can be Kyle. You can have your real name. Kyle says, keep meaning to get around to joining the council. Absolutely love the podcast. Normally listen at work while processing the periodicals. It's one of the least exciting roles in my job and you all make it bearable. Is Kyle a librarian? That's the only place I've heard periodicals. I I think so. Or some... Kind of
2: librarian. Maybe not at a library, but it could be like at, you know, archives. Yeah.
1: Archivist, yeah. Uh, that sounds like exactly up our alley. That's up Kate's alley, that kind of task. Oh, yeah, She should retrain as that, actually. Yes. She, there are about 17 jobs that Kate could do, like, extremely well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She's not without skill. Oh, and Josh has this message. When you join the council, I ask you a question. Where do you listen to the podcast? When I'm taking care of me Sandy and Barbara. Oh, my gosh. Um, now, either that's a reference I don't get or that's just Josh's reality. Um, and either way, of many
2: genders, I'm sure there's a few fans of Josh now.
1: Oh, yes.
2: I can't imagine that anyone would be, you know, willing to turn that down, particularly if they didn't live in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Where we know that uh, kangaroos aren't that nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, I'm still pro Roo. I love a Roo. Hi. Oh, and we have Kate now, Grace and Global's connected Kate. Hello. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you
1: guys? Good. Well, you know, hot in my hot spot, but other than that.
0: Well, I'm not in a hot spot, but literally my neighbours across the street are in a hot spot. But as the guy, the door knocker called out to me and said, It's okay. You're on the safe side. <laughs> yeah, so you're
1: on the. um. The memes, there are so many memes that are going around because there are 10 postcodes locked down in our state of Victoria. Most of the memes are Simpsons based. So you're the um, the glass dome? Is it between Shelbyville and Springfield?
0: I'm the person, I'm Homer Simpson closing the garage door on Ned Flanders. Like literally when I close my blinds <laughs> yes. at night, that's just like that. It's like, smell you later guys.
2: We went to pick up dinner, like in a situation like that, where we went across the road to the place across the street to pick it up. And, like, when my husband got out of the car, I'm like, okay, well, see ya.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't know. (laughs) I feel very District 13, which is the Hunger Games reference. I feel like that's where I am. That's where I live.
0: I was just tonight. I was up near your place and there was a big booze bus that had stopped a four-lane road to, I guess, check everyone's ID as they went through. Yeah, don't forget your papers when you're crossing the border into the fucking northwestern suburbs.
1: This is business. It's not personal. So now we can crack on with the week of June 29 to July 3. Lots of fun stuff happening. Shall we just start with the tail end of last week because we had a return to Bum Island.
0: <gasps> oh, and did, did you guys come up with your Bum Island sequel names? Yeah. Excellent. So um, I'm going for Bum Island
1: 2, Back in the Habit.
0: Oh, so I liked Bum Island 2, Electric Bumaloo.
2: CJ? Um, I'm going to go with Bum Island, I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so I had that, but I had, I Know What You Did Last, Bummer.
1: Yes. I mean, that's, that's supreme, Kate. Well done. If we had recorded last week, that would have been the episode title. But we did the Q&A episode
0: Bum Island Two: The Legend of Old Watson Mine.
1: <laughs> I've got Bum Island
0: Two: The Squeakal. <laughs> the Bumlight Saga: New Moon.
1: <laughs> See, did you have any more? I don't. I can't possibly follow those up. Well, how about Bum Island Two Bums Too Furious?
0: <laughs> oh, fair, I had Too Fast Too Anus. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. So we need to put them together. <laughs> bum Island 2. No, Bum Island, two bums. I can't even say it.
0: Two bums, two anuses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, the, the second best um, exotic bum island. Oh, you've got heaps more. You can just rattle the rest of yours off. I've got, I've got um, Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> that was the third film, Okay. Oh, the second one didn't work though. <laughs> Maybe that that can be the that can be the return to the return to Bum Island. Okay, all right. The bum identity, the bum supremacy, the bum ultimatum, the bum legacy, and finishing up with Jason Bum.
1: So, well, look, there's a whole franchise opportunity here for whoever wants to pick it up and run with it. So, go for go for it, gang. Uh, please hit us up on socials for your bum sequ- bum Island sequels. And I know for a fact that there is a member of the Neighbours cast that enjoys our references to Bum Island. So maybe that member of the cast can hit us up and tell us what they would call the sequel. Now, the reason our party of four went back to Bum Island, which is looking lovely, by the way, just the vegetation's come up a treat. How did it get so trashed? Well, they said apparently there were some work crews that were going through there. Well, firstly, the Erinsborough police went through there, trashed the joint probably, Um, and then they had, I guess, some maintenance crews in. So the maintenance crews made it worse than it was. I don't know, but then Pierce, the billionaire, instead of paying for cleaners, sent his victims of crime friends back to the scene of their crime. I was outraged by that. What a bloody tight ass. Um, So we've got Coyle and Roxy. Who, granted, had had a great time. Like, they were the couple of the bums that we saw, the Coxies Midnight Swimmers. But they, you know, Kyle lost his dad on the island and he had to, he found, I don't know if it was the bow and arrow that took out Gazcan, but it was a, one of them, one of the set. That was harsh, just finding that. I was worried we were going to see human
2: remains
0: in the next shot. I was really worried. I guess the one that actually got Gary w- was burnt. Ugh. No, no, I'm still going with my theory. That it was some old drifter's body who was found. And um, Gary's out there. Probably he's gone rogue and is living off the land on Bum Island.
1: Yeah, he could be down all Watson mine, just in a
2: little shack. Exactly. Well, got- returning to Bum Island would have been the time that he would have come out. So, guys, I think you might have to move on.
0: No, we've got a good 20 years of Gazcan bumming around. We don't know how much spam he took with him. He could be there for another six months. It's going to be like Castaway, though. It's going to be him there with an old volleyball and um, yeah, he's just going to nude it up the whole time. No, it's going to be a cricket ball
1: from Toadie's set that he brought. Of course. <laughs> now, that is the catalyst for us finding out that Levi, Sheila's brand-new grandson, bonus grandson, has and Kyle's cousin, has epilepsy that he, Caitlin from Degrassi style, is concealing from all of his friends including his friends in the police force where he works. Great. Erinsborough's finest. Um, I actually had forgotten Caitlin
2: from Degrassi, but when I saw this storyline, I was just like, oh, this has been done so many times. I was really uninterested with it. And I, I think it's pretty unfair because I think that we've come a long way since Caitlin got epilepsy in Degrassi and sh- he shouldn't be still ashamed. Like I know that there's probably a journey when you – a diagnosed with something like that, but
1: well, sounds like he had it when he was a got it when he was a kid, and it sounds like Sheila caused it. The hints are pointing to that. But at the end
2: of the day, would he be allowed to be a police officer? And I'm pretty sure that the record checks and the health checks that are done would actually they would know
0: about this. Oh yeah, you'd have to because you'd have to do a physical when you join up. But I think it would probably just come down to whether his GP knows he has it. If it's something that if he's gone to a new GP and he's never d- disclosed to that GP that he has epilepsy and then the police force contact the, that GP, then they're never going to just come across it. Yeah, he's it's probably, it's probably doctor shopping. Yeah, I don't know. They do a lot of tests, though. Like, they really do. I, I think it's interesting that they've um, chosen to give his character epilepsy because I think it is an illness that has a lot of stigma still attached to it in something that, say, MS and um, Huntington's disease as well. So I think it's good to shine a light on. But, yeah, I look, you know, it does feel like there's a lot of characters coming in who do have big medical issues. As a, as a character point for them, yeah. Instead of just happen to have it like mm. Stacy
1: on Babysitter's Club with her diabetes, it's just part of her life. <laughs> so I'm annoyed that B is because B sees him have a, a seizure, and then jumps on the search engine and finds out what epilepsy is, and then she is happy to conceal it from her best friend who's about to become a cop
0: the next day. Oh well I don't think it, like that's actually um something you know odd for neighbors for someone to actually keep a secret like that. But it's none of it's not her business to um to share.
1: It's not her business, but she doesn't know Levi from a bar of soap. She met him literally last week. She is mates with B and as she said, like what if you're in the squad car and you have a seizure and then you've put both of you you in danger. Mm,
0: I, I, I don't think it's it's her place to say anything.
1: I just don't think she owes Levi anything.
0: Yeah, but she could be a decent human being.
2: I, I don't know. I think it's classic neighbours because she's just going. They're gonna. It's gonna be a storyline for the next week, and then she'll eventually tell someone, or he'll
1: eventually have a seizure on the job, and then Yashvi will be upset with B for not telling her. Yep. The other thing that the return to Bum Island birthed was the Coxie relationship. Commitment. So they're officially boyfriend and girlfriend now. They had the emotional reconnection and they're on. They're on like Donkey Kong and it also gave us the wonderful ISO non-kiss. One, one of the beautiful things we've been doing now is spotting how Neighbours has been shooting certain scenes because of social distancing and they had Kyle and Roxy lean into each other and the camera kind of revolved around them and we didn't see their lips touch but it was just implied.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I was so excited
2: for Roxy that she was really honest with what she wanted and asked for it, Yeah, which I feel like Roxy's had a lot of confidence, you know, ups and downs. Um, and so, and we were, we were having a guess at how old she is, but we think maybe 20.
1: She joined the show at 20. So she's probably like, if they haven't done her 21st, we've been ripped off.
2: Yeah. Maybe she went, maybe that's why she went back to Darwin. Oh, yeah. Recently, yeah. But at 20 or 21, I think being able to say, look, I'm not willing to be your, you know, side girl anymore um, and demanding what she wanted and being really honest and being really supportive of Kyle in the island, I was really proud of her as a character.
1: But the person who isn't proud is Sheila. Collette
0: Nan is not here for Coxie. She's really not. She wants grandkids and there's no way Roxy's having grandkids in the next five minutes. Yeah, but she's got 700 children. So she's
2: going to get grandkids from somewhere, isn't she? Dane and Harley have probably popped out a few over in Frangers. Yeah, they might not know about them, but they will at some point.
1: <laughs> They'll be on a current affair, Deadbeat Dad Stories. <laughs> okay, let's. We need to talk about, I think, the marquee storyline in our minds for the week, and that is Mother's Group from Hell. Ellie's. Wow. Okay. So. In an amazing coincidence, I had my first session of parents' group, new parents' group, they call it, uh, because they're a step ahead of Erinsborough Council, and they're also a step ahead of Erinsborough Council, my municipality, because they send out the invites at five weeks of birth,
0: whereas Ellie's group seems to meet at about the seven-month or eight-month mark. So I reckon with that, um, well, obviously the group she joined had already started, and they would have started when she was in the clink
2: yeah. Ah, okay.
0: Now, I kind of didn't really understand
2: the start of this. So she, uh, Ellie was walking around with Therese and saying how she was nervous to go to mother's group, right? And Therese somehow knew the mum? Is that the deal?
1: I don't know because I didn't even know that Therese and Ellie ever had pleasantries. Because remember
0: Ellie used to call her daughter a skank? Oh, yeah. <laughs> at, at At her place of work? I didn't believe that either, that they were somehow buddies. Um, look, I reckon Tereish just had her HOSPO game face on, then is able to chat to anybody. What I thought was super
2: great about that, I don't know how you felt about your first mother's group session, Bea, but um, I loved that little nervous conversation because I feel like everyone would have that. So I think that was quite real. But then the, do I tell them I killed Milsey? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that it adds a layer of nervous energy that I didn't have. Um, and also, my session was a video call because of COVID. So we didn't meet out by the lake. Also, because it is winter, I'm very glad we didn't meet outdoors.
0: I, look, I don't even understand why a mother's group of small babies that uh, don't move, well, you know, don't crawl or anything, why they would meet outside. The, the, the wonder of having a newborn is is that they don't move and you can just be comfortable anywhere with them. And, and you just want a coffee. Mm. They just want to knock back some lattes at Harold. Well,
1: I don't know. Mine was in like a community hall.
0: Yeah, mine, mine was at the um, actual maternal child health office in the waiting room there, which was pretty big.
1: Yeah, mine would, would be at the maternal health centre, which is – I'm really excited because I've been there for a couple of appointments and it's adjacent to my suburb's community centre. And it looks exactly like, well, it's got Erinsborough Community Centre vibes. So, like, Erin, everything's anonymous. It'd be coming in out of there. Yeah, you'll need to get down there in, like, Tuesday lunchtime and see what's (laughs) happening. Now, Ellie's at a loose end. This is kind of her big thread at the moment. And she'd had success attending the single mothers group that she had been to at the centre.
0: So, um, yeah, Ellie joins the the group. There's only two mums there. And then, you know, they talk some crap about babies and then go, oh, I just wanted to let you know, I read whatever the name of the expose book is. What's it called? The Oh, The Devil You Know. Yes, I read. No, that's better. Than, that's Kylie Minogue's song. The, Devil... the Devil Inside? <laughs> better The Devil You Know by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <Yes>. Oh. <laughs> and we've read the book. We've read The Devil You Know. It's a shame. I can assure you the truth is nothing like what's written in that book. Uh, it seemed horrific. I don't know how you got through it. Look, if I could put myself in the place of those women, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm here to meet this nut and I'm here to get all the gossip about this. But much like the other mums in the group who didn't want to meet this nut or expose their baby to this murderer, um, no, I don't want her to join the group full time. I would let her join the group 100% because I would want to know more. Plus, Ellie has got that vibe of super cool girl who you just want to be around. But she admitted to being a murderer. She wasn't actually – um found innocent of that was she she was just it was found that she shouldn't have been um, incarcerated for it yeah you've got to play it cool if you want the goss
1: you've got to befriend this new colorful character that's been in the headlines yeah if you've got a famous person
0: <laughs> who's notorious coming into your midst you bloody call your jets mention it in the second meeting oh, but there's there's people that I just don't want around my newborn like there's that protective mother thing where you'd be like. I don't want that person near me. She's like she's admitted that she's murdered a guy.
1: Well, that's where you would be like the other mums who just didn't go to the group
0: instead of these two nosy Nellies. Maybe, look, maybe I'd go but maybe I'd just say, oh, look, she, she had a bit of a cough. I didn't want to expose the other babies to it. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, I was going to say that. At least keep around for the stage of the mother's group where you go out and have drinks because you'd want Ellie to be there for that.
1: <laughs> you want the scoop. Yeah. And P.S. Celia, one of the mums, is a re- repeat offender. She apparently she was uh, Rosie Caminetti's cousin a few oh. years back.
0: Oh, and she had a totally hectic storyline, didn't she, Vaya? There was baby selling involved. I'm really disturbed. She burnt down a hospital as
2: well. So, no, this is her redemption arc. <laughs> wow. Being a bitch in Mother's Group is her redemption.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in comparison, my parents' group which my partner attended because it's very inclusive. We yeah, video chatted and everyone was very supportive and we all went around the horn and shared, you know, what is one of what are the biggest surprises of new parenthood and we all went around and shared our journeys and then we started the WhatsApp group to keep chatting and everyone feels very supported. So I don't quite know how Erensprk Council led these women astray. It's just like every everything in that town
2: like it's not quite <laughs> done, right?
1: Ellie then decides she's going to set up a renegade mother's group. Online. And so the
2: problem with her renegade face group is also a positive, is that it's inclusive. But what happens when something's inclusive? Everyone can come in, including these bitchy ladies.
0: It's the new parents group page I set up. Look at the comments. Apparently I'm a murderer who makes questionable life choices who shouldn't be around children. (laughs) This is not on Ellie. Report them. It's all based on facts. Uh, Look... She should have
1: just made the group private. You can be inclusive and still private. You know, every
2: now and then you get a notification on your Facebook that someone's changed a group from public to private. She needs to have done that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had some issues when we first started the Neighbours Council. I kept forgetting, like, what the right – how we should do it. So I had it open for a while and then a few people messaged me and said, look – I don't want my friends and family knowing I watch Neighbours and talk about it with people on the internet. Can you shut the group down? Can you lock it down? I'm like, no problems, guys, no probs. It does seem fair. So the Neighbours Council is private. Yeah, so just come on in but answer the questions first. <laughs> yeah, it's a safe space. So they these mums come in and start trolling her in her group. So now she can't even have that. And so who
0: comes to her age, Kate? Oh, well, Old make Dry Toast. He goes, you know what can make this better? If we bone on Carl and Susan's um, picnic blanket in their backyard. Holy moly. Let's make another baby Esther.
1: There's another dissolve. We, we got the dissolve before they kissed. The camera didn't let us
0: see it. I'm like, just do the whole thing off screen. I don't need to see any of it. Just say you did it. Do you reckon they conceived Asta on the beach where Ellie washed up as a mermaid later on? Oh. Maybe that was the blanket. I just don't ever want to think about them ever
2: again. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Oh, it looks like you're going to get your wish soon
1: by the looks of it, doesn't it? Because oh, he wants to bloody, he wants to take her away. He wants to take her back into the Alps.
0: That's going to solve their problems. Yeah. Complete isolation. Oh, because, um, plot this week, Sean got a job at the high school and then Sean got fired from that job. So they've both been fired by Erinsborough High. Sean lasted 24
1: hours in the school councillor position. 24 hours
0: completely unqualified
1: he left the the building unlocked so that young emmett could get back inside because he was scared about being locked out and then emmett and Stephen dennis's son trashed a classroom again which we couldn't really see i guess because of social distancing i don't know and now emmett's you know got a got detention and then sean got the sack
2: also then he starts looking in the newspaper
1: was it the newspaper or was it online? I think it was the newspaper. I'm going to
2: go with that, that he's that ridiculous, um, for a new job. And he says, oh, councillor jobs are few and far between. I'm pretty sure that was his first councillor job and actually he's qualified as running a charity. Maybe he should apply for some other sort of administrative work. And
1: I also think he was in business with his mum.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't they run a trust or a
0: charity or something like that? Isn't she just rich as hell? And, yeah, has has a company – because, you know, she was coming over to the Sydney offices or whatever. She has a private jet. Um, Just mooch, mate. Run, run the company or mooch off it. And also she's clearly got some legal troubles and the
1: business probably needs him running it. So what's yeah. he doing? Just go to Sydney. Take her to Sydney where her mum lives and run your whatever, lint, what's Swiss? I don't know. Uh, Toblerone. <laughs> yeah. I love Toblerone. I just had some today. It's my favourite. Oh, really, It is delicious. It's gluten-free.
2: Oh, is it? Um, I also imagine Imagine if you took her to Sydney and they got a house on the harbour. Imagine the Instagram account. All we've ever wanted was her to have an Instagram account.
1: Yes.
0: But that, look, hang on. Didn't, didn't she burn her bridges in Sydney as well? So there's enough people up there who would recognise her and would go, oh. There's, her photos are up at nightclubs. People won't let her in. <laughs> her phone numbers are in the, on the toilet
1: walls. Okay, the ridiculousness of him getting that counsellor job aside. Also, imagine the school newsletter. Where's Angela Lane? The brother of the guy that tried to like, take out the entire student population with chemicals in the vents and then who tried to groom one of the students and then murdered a bunch of other people. His brother is coming to provide mental health guidance to your students.
0: See, I reckon Angela Lane got paid off by Claudia. And I reckon she's like, you're not causing any more trouble for my family here. I mean, sure, cause it for Ellie, but not Sean. I wish that he got fired because the parents jacked
1: up and just said, no, we don't want Finn's brother. Yeah, he got fired pretty quick though.
2: Like all he did, like the students trust the room, not him. It's ridiculous. If he has to be a counsellor, just go be a counsellor at a school where your brother didn't try and kill everyone.
1: Because they wanted Susan out of the job just for sharing a house with him.
2: Yeah, for being like an Airbnb host.
1: So Sean's just is nice to Ellie and sets up their own private mothers group in the backyard on the Kennedy picnic rug. God, what a little like bad hitter oner he is!
2: Kawinky <laughs> Dink situation where I've provided a place we can lay down together, <laughs> and I can imagine he just hit that fold over and over and
1: over again. No, Kate didn't hear the fold chat before, and I'm not. I'm not I don't have the stomach to explain it to her. <laughs> And Ellie is seduced by this, I guess, because no one else is paying her any attention. You know why? Because it was an Instagrammable moment. (laughs) Mm. And they do the deed on the lawn. Sheila's probably eavesdropping, hanging out the washing. And that can't have been a good time. We have a term
0: in Australia called a dud root, and I reckon toast's a dud root. Yeah. Look, I don't think Ellie would be much chop either, to be honest. And it's not warm right now. Nah. Parts of your body would be freezing off. There's been frost at the moment, so yeah, it, it'd be really dewy out there. And I know that Ellie likes a dewy
1: foundation, but there's going to be some some patches.
0: What, is it a bit of nature's nature's lubricant out on the lawn? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I tell you what, though, parts of your body
2: freezing off maybe that explains Sean's situation a bit more. Ooh. Ooh. maybe he doesn't have parts to freeze off anymore. <laughs> jack frost
1: got his fingers onto them first yeah (laughs) um it's just gonna it's just really disappointing because i know ellie wasn't our favorite character but we loved ragging on her i think she deserves a better way out than this than the page vanilla milkshake oh i really love my baby daddy i will move interstate with him yeah can't can't women be defined by more after they've had babies i demand better for them yeah, but she was shit beforehand.
0: Yeah, it's not like this is actually far from her character, to be pathetic.
1: But at least I'd like to go have
0: her go down in a
1: blaze of glory. Like the prison exit, you know, at least would have been a big bomb of an exit.
0: This is just a fizz. I guess I just wanted to come back to the show. Look, I, I'm holding out hope against hope that they are going to reenact the book and movie alive by making that plane fly into a swiss mountain and um ellie having to eat sean to survive and follow it down with a toblerone (laughs) and one of those um there's a chaser then you'd see like a swiss mountain dog just appear over the horizon with a little you know bottle of brandy or something on his chest so um other notable things that happened this week
1: Mackenzie has gone into erinsborough hospital i assume for gender affirmation surgery i really hope it's not erinsborough hospital
0: I know, I was going to say, they're not going to do the right thing there. No, I've I've watched too much Botched recently where um, women who've actually received unwanted breast implants. So mm. you don't want to go there.
1: You want to go somewhere reputable, hun, private, maybe get, I know dad doesn't have money. Auntie Trish does though. She's got a fully furnished house that she's leaving empty.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that she'd probably still be able to go to the Royal Children's Hospital, even though she's 18. Like there's still, they have kind of tra- transition years for long-term patients there. Oh, lovely. Yeah, they're great there. She mentions at one point, oh, I'm in
2: the best hands or something. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. Um, so we have to mention probably the cutest scene on Neighbours, I don't know, in the last six months.
1: Yeah, Richie's become a real little scene stealer. Mm-hmm. Just comes in, wins our hearts and off he goes into the sunset. But I didn't really understand the fight that they had though.
2: They just had a normal teenage fight. Like right. he said this thing that this person said at a party and she said that's not fair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's kind of what it is. Like I'm sure that it's more complicated in regard to the trans storyline
0: but in reality it's just a teenage love fight, you know? I know, she just sounded quite horm- hormonal and wanting to take offence at whatever he was going to say at that point. As you would
1: be going into a surgery like that too. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a big day and she just, I think
2: Mackenzie was like, look, actually today's not about you, can you just F off? Like this is about me.
0: <laughs> and then he realised that and he came back. Yes. I feel what he wanted to say was that I don't want you doing this because you feel you feel you think you need to for my behalf. And he he just wanted to affirm that for her.
1: Which is great. But she's like, okay, that's cool. But I don't want to think about your feelings about this today.
2: I think that's true. And also I think she would be like, what would make you think it's about you? Like, this has come way before you, Richie. But anyway, he realizes it. He grabs like the scrubs. And he puts them on. God knows he's probably going to be a surgeon now. And this is
1: how babies get swapped on telemovies,
0: okay? I know, but just go with the sweet part. And he runs after her. Look, I'm worried too because what happens if he just puts it down somewhere and, like, the surgeon puts that on and suddenly it's got germs all over it? Oh, no. Mm, Another dark day for Erinsborough Hospital.
1: Richie's going to go in and do someone's, you know, appendix removal.
0: Dr Nick Riviera (laughs) style.
1: Sorry, CJ, you can complete the wholesomeness of this beautiful moment.
0: Okay, so he
2: runs back and because telling someone you love them for the first time is a big deal at any point, but it's also a super big deal to teenagers. Yeah. And he runs back and says, look, I said all of that wrong. Uh, he makes a bad joke about getting surgery to take his foot out of his mouth, but he basically makes Mackenzie sort of react to the scene that he wanted to have in the hospital where he tells her that he loves her. First... I was going to say, whatever choices you make, I back them, 100%. And then I was going to be like, you want to know why? And you'd be like... Why? Right. And my planned response was because I support you unconditionally. Same as how I love you. And then basically wishes her well. And then I loved the scene of Mackenzie sort of getting wheeled off. Like it was just... It was really special because it's a hospital where medical things happen, but there's very few circumstances at a hospital where there's happiness and that was one of them. So I thought it was really special.
1: Yeah, and it was almost almost like birth. Like she was giving birth to her identity. Yeah. She said, like, tomorrow my life is going to start.
2: Yeah. That was lovely, wasn't it? And and I think that that is like part of the storyline, right? Like that that idea you're born – a new birth, and so I, I think, I think they illustrated that really
1: well. Now we're with the teens of Erinsborough. They've got a lot going on this week because it's it's Hendrix and Harlow's 18th birthdays. Harlow first, then Hendo a few days later. Harlow wants to have a pretty calm birthday
2: I think she wants to have a like an afternoon tea which I'm there for like if she wants to go have a high tea down at the high I'm going with you Harlow.
0: Oh yeah definitely I much prefer that myself.
2: Yeah get us some cucumber sandwiches we'll be there for that but then she overhears Hendo telling Roxy that he doesn't want to do a big party because of her and because she she was upset a few weeks ago that she thought maybe um, Hendrix will just sort of you know turn 18 and then not have interest for her So Harlow decides to throw Hendo a party, get old billionaire Pierce to pay for everything and get some sort of DJ, who I think we're meant to know,
0: to play at it. Was it Mick Mayo or something? Mm. I heard it as Mick Mayo, which sounded like something new at the Golden Arches. It actually is a person. Mick Mayo as himself. Well, there we go. There you go. There you go. But this, it was crazy. Like, Hendrix's birthday is, what was it, 12 days after hers? they can have two separate events. Harlow can have the high tea of her dreams and Hendrix can have the Mick Mayo rave that he wanted. And all of it can be pre-planned. Yeah. You don't have to plan things on the day. Nah,
1: because then, then you don't have bloody Ned there and who else was there that they don't really hang out with?
0: Uh, It was just
2: Richie and them and Richie left, obviously, to go to the hospital. So I have no idea. Like there was no one else they knew, except we find out later that Hendrix's friends are all deadbeats. Even
1: though he didn't know, he didn't know the invite list. He didn't know the party was happening. That's
2: a good point. Harlow invited those deadbeats, didn't she?
0: And they invited that guy who was an asshole to Mackenzie. So like, what's that all about? And where did they have it, Kate? Which establishment? Oh, at the bloody backpackers. And I'd just like to point out that the Backpackers still has the same set of Ikea shelves that fell on, was it Piper? Yeah. How did those things survive that? They're made out of cardboard. The Tanakpackers is are starting to look like a quite like a wasteland. They were like tires on fire. And oh my God, Pierce throwing shade at the lack of Backpackers in the Backpackers. Mate, there's a bloody pandemic. <laughs> I know Lasseter's is filled with like bloody diseased returnees. There's probably no one in that Backpackers right now. So, okay, so the, everyone's having a lovely time. S- some people are having a great time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so someone points out. I can't remember who it was. I think Harlow notices that people are acting strangely, which I thought was so cute and wholesome of her, to be like, strangely. Okay, there's definitely something going around, but I don't know where it's coming from. Well, we need to find out. Hey, chill out, Harlow. No one's doing anything wrong. Everyone's having a good time, especially Hendo. Roxy,
0: I'm responsible for this party. There cannot be any illegal activity going on. And when the camera panned over there, it was just a bunch of people dancing in front of a stack of tyres with, like, weird smoke going past them as well. Yeah. It looked grim. Grim as fuck. So Harlow goes
2: after the drugs. Like, she doesn't know what she's looking for, but she knows there'll be drugs.
0: And she finds a bum pack, which is basically where all drugs are at parties. I was going to say, a bum bag? Of course. And why why wasn't the drug dealer actually holding onto that bum bag? That's my question. Yeah, the bum bag should be with the bum. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's why you have a
2: bum bag because you don't have to put it down when you dance and it holds lots of those little baggies.
1: In fact, when um, Bummy Club goes to Bum Island to do their cooking and archery courses, they should all get given a bum bag on arrival with their, like, survival
0: kit, like a whistle and a compass. And, like, a first aid kit as well.
1: Yeah, and a couple of boxes of spam.
0: Maybe we need a, a Bummy Island um, – oh, sorry <laughs> – a bum island, bummy club, bum bag um, souvenir. <laughs> can we
1: get onto Redbubble and see
0: if they do bum bum bags? <laughs> Red, Red Bumble, okay.
1: Um,
2: so Harlow comes across thousands of dollars worth of pills.
0: I would say that's what makes it even more unlikely that the said drug dealer has abandoned his bum bag
1: and that he thinks he can sell all those drugs at the backpackers where there is nine people. <laughs>
0: People
2: would
1: just be dead if they took that much. <laughs> <laughs> and they've already got um, Piper and Paige's um, special tea that they had at, in the kitchen cabinets. And, and
0: yeah, Harlow is just aghast. She's like, this is grand G-dads, you know, um, backpackers. He can't be in trouble with the law here. Like, what? what? Like, how? why would the owners be responsible for some people trying to have a good time at some grim daytime 18th?
1: But also text your dad. This ain't his first ro- granddad. It's not his first
0: rodeo. He will be down there in a hot flash sorting it out. You don't have to sort it out, hun. Those poor people needed the drugs to have a good time in those grim circumstances.
1: <laughs> um, and But who is there to bust up the good times? Erins were Police with our new recruit, Yashvi Rebeki, uh, looking great. Uh, in her new uniform, and she's paired up with
0: Levi. Well, he's her partner.
1: V and Vi.
0: I was going to say, their their partner name is now (laughs) (laughs) V-Vi. So, and he takes pleasure in saying this will be
2: your first arrest, your mate Harlow. Don't, just like Detmex
1: co-workers, don't let your partner arrest their loved one or friend.
0: Doesn't it, it brings into question the police integrity at Erinsborough police, like, surely they'd go, hang on, well, you're friends with this person. I think it's going to um, cause issues when it comes to when we get to court. Um, I'll arrest them instead. Look, defund
1: Erinsborough police I think is where we're at at the minute because also I mm. don't think you could just arrest someone just for holding for holding something, can you?
0: Why didn't she drop the whole damn thing in the um, the fire pit? Poor little love. She lived my nightmare. She had to spend a night at
2: the cop shop. Yeah, it's so inappropriate that she was the person holding that, that bum bag in the end. But I think you can be arrested for holding it because it's possession. Ah,
1: oh, Of course, I don't know anything.
0: Well, it's just like, you know, Chappelle Corby, mate. She was lucky she wasn't in Bali. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's that saying, possession's nine-tenths of the law. But look, I reckon a night in the holding cells at Erinsborough Police would still be ten times better than staying one night at the Erinsborough Backpackers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Well, that's all I had for us to talk. Oh, no, there's one more thing I wanted to point out uh, to CJ, Catherine Jones. What is Levi's drink of joy choice from Harold's?
2: Um, well, I'm knocking back a version of that myself right now. I'm pretty excited. So there has been <laughs> – I can't believe how much time I've spent on this. There has already been a tip that Levi is of the keto world like me – Last week, he mentioned to Sheila that he was going to help her peel some spuds, but you wouldn't catch him eating them, <laughs> which, I mean, is the saddest thing that you have to not eat. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the best thing is that you just randomly put cream into things, which is what he does with his coffee. Now, Yashvi thinks it's ridiculous, and I find it um, wild to think that someone of her age wouldn't know all about it. So, so he didn't go full bulletproof coffee? not in this coffee but um so bulletproof is like there's the brand name of bulletproof as in the um MCT oil but essentially what it is is a fat sauce mixed with the coffee so you can like some some people are a bit looser on it like he could call that a bulletproof mm but it's not like sticking a
0: chunk of butter in it no but that's better
1: it's very interesting that they've chosen a um some lifestyle diversity for him as well as his illness. He
0: is ripped. That guy has got a great body.
2: <laughs> no, but also the keto diet, um, people have had success helping not get as many seizures.
0: Really? Of course. Yes, yeah. that's right.
2: Yeah. So keep in mind we've got someone here that is probably not seeing medical help so he'd be doing everything that, you know, the DIY <laughs> health. Oh, fantastic. That's fascinating. Yeah. And We don't want to get into it because then we're going to like bring up like Pete Evans,
1: so we won't. I was going to say, and also, you know, don't seek medical advice from us. Go to your health professional.
0: <laughs> go to, and certainly don't go to Erin's Hospital. No, but,
2: like, there's many – there's a lot of things about the keto diet that aren't about um, the body, but I'm sure that the body came
1: with it too. Well, should we do Citizen or citizen?
2: Yeah. Should I just
1: start
0: off and give it to Levi for having a bulletproof coffee? Sure. <laughs> uh, I will give Citizen to Richie for being a sweetheart and i'm
1: going to give citizen to someone we enjoyed seeing but didn't mention kersha Rebecca Kershi. oh yeah popped back down for her to support her sister to graduate from police academy she even though she was starting science camp the next day flew down for the event and gave her parents a dressing down for acting like shit bags.
0: She's going to have to go into quarantine instead of going to science camp, which is a shame.
1: Maybe they'll let her run some uh, swab tests.
0: But there was a, a sweet moment where um, Shane and Dippy were talking about how wonderful it was that day because, you know, Yashvi was graduating and Kersha was there. And I thought, mm, yeah, obviously great not to see Jay as well.
1: Yeah, I'm really intrigued by what they're doing planting that Jay seed.
0: I think they're regretting it at this
1: stage. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're waiting for something for when all the Rebeccas leave and they need another one. And then, you know, the eel or whatever his fish name is can come down from Sydney and fill the void. But gosh, it's
0: tedious. Why don't they just cast someone? And even if they have to recast him later, so be it. Yeah.
1: And then he he could be a guestie like Richie. He could come in come in for Yashvi's graduation and then go back and then we see him later. He could alternate
0: school holidays with Kersha.
1: Yes, uh, but I don't know. I don't know the machinations of casting and contracts and story requirements and I don't know. I don't know. But it's been a great time watching all the special camera tricks they're trying to do.
0: Um, my favourite stupid one was where um, we had a whole scene where Pierce and Chloe did a speaker call with Paul and Rage rather than see them in person.
1: Which I actually really liked because you would just call your colleagues. You wouldn't have necessarily run round to their house or to their – Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but I bet originally that was just meant to be a scene in Teresa's office. Definitely. But I, I agree. It was more
2: realistic and yeah. the fact that – because we got to see Therese communicate with her husband and be like, come on, apologise. You know what you have to do at this point. Whereas she wouldn't have been as avert about it if they're in person. I think she would she would have tried to leave Paul to do it by himself
1: a little bit and she didn't have to do that, which I thought was good because it's exactly how a couple would act. Yeah, I like it. I think it's going to throw up some fun new story techniques and I think that they need to – they probably have ironed out some of the kinks going forward but they probably don't need to signpost as much why characters aren't there. I think they're probably leaning on it heavily in these early days but like when Chloe is talking to Toadie about this grant application for Bummy Club – and pierce wasn't there she's like oh pierce had to go sign some paperwork it's like you don't need to always explain why a character's not there sometimes people are in the toilet sometimes people are taking a phone call don't worry about it we'll be fine yeah actually that's
2: a good point they're making it really clear that they're lying
1: (laughs) when they do that they did it with someone else too it was um hendrix who when he wasn't there to give yashvi her graduation present They made some weird excuse.
2: And the other way around when, yeah, Yashfi wasn't there for Harlow's birthday, she said, oh, well, I'll forgive her because she's becoming a police officer today, which was a nice (laughs) call too, and she's going to arrest me later.
0: That was was just so weird. Why would Harlow's birthday party be on the same day as her main friend can't make it and her other friend is at work? And also she knows it's
1: Mackenzie's surgery day. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, I was going to have high tea but – uh
0: i can't cancel it like i've already booked it in i could have just had it on the previous weekend but no <laughs> <laughs> also who was she gonna have high tea with just hendrix yeah to maybe to would be up for it oh yeah to rage would have paid for it that
1: would be a great time high tea with to oh yeah it would be a really good time and you could probably go shopping afterwards that's something I wish I could win as a Melbourne resident and Neighbours viewer. Mm. Like I would enter a 10-play competition to have high tea with Teraj and a Chadston shopping spree. Yeah.
2: I, well, there is a new hotel at Chadston that does it. So um, if you're listening,
1: Neighbours social team, as soon as people are allowed out, <laughs> can you make that happen? Get on it, please. Well, that's that. I'm now in a hot spot for the rest of the month. I'm extremely feeling hot, hot annoyed. Hot. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. But yeah, the rest of the world is annoyed too, so it's fine. We were a team. Um, people can check out my other podcast, Daily Baby, or follow me on Instagram, Vase, or Daily Baby Pod on Instagram as well. Where are you guys hanging out?
2: I am at CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram and TikTok. I'm
1: at Remude on Twitter. And Kate, you had you had a song that you wanted me to go out on, but I didn't understand the reference. Oh my god. What? How how young are you guys? No, I know the song,
0: but I don't know what the connection is. Oh, that's so sweet because it really did go over your head. So it's Ebenezer Good by the shaman. Yeah. And you don't know the lyrics to it. He's a good. He's a good. Is Ebenezer good? Well, you you just said the bit. Say that first line you said. He's a good. (laughs) He's a good. Oh, oh, like drugs. I thought it was a- – Oh, that's so sweet. This is like 28 years later. You guys are copping the, the drug references in songs. I thought it was about Ebenezer Scrooge. Like I thought it was a Charles Dickens reference. No, the person is Ebenezer Good, but E's a good, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and actually in um, there's another reference to a recently deceased – female singer in it that we have referenced a couple of times this year already in this song. So tweet me if you pick it up. Well, till we meet again, gals. (sighs) Bye. Bye. See ya face, And he goes by the name of Ebenezer Good His friends call him Ezer and he is the main geezer And he vibe about the place like no other man could He's refined, he's sublime, he makes you feel fine they very much reliant and misunderstood But if you know Ezer, he's a real crowd pleaser He's ever so good, he's Ebenezer Good You see that he's
1: mischievous, mysterious and devious When he circulates amongst the people in the place once you know he's fun and summon of a genius He gives a grin and goes around face to face to face Backwards and then forwards, forwards and then backwards Ezer is a geezer, he loves to muscle in That's about the time the crowd has shout the name of Easy. As he's caught in the corner laughing by the base bin
0: they veras.
2: Lovely.